0: Hello everyone, uh, welcome to another episode of Our Drunken History. Uh, this is Zach and Travis, we are back in the shed, it's getting a little chilly out, it's uh, almost November, so uh, we got some holidays around the corner, it's That's a, right. Chill is in the air, hunting season is, is kicking on. I, it's in full I, swing. I got my first deer last week, uh, arrowed it at 39 yards, double lung, I was pretty proud of that. Uh, today, we are out here in the shed and we are talking turkey.
1: That's right. You know, Turkey has a, a huge history. You know, you get uh, talking about the Ottoman Empire and the and the history of like Constantinople and that um, was well, Istanbul now, and then you got the the way the empire spread out. What are you ta- What are you doing? The, the turkey call really? This kind of turkey. The what? kind you eat, Thanksgiving turkey. So we're not talking about Turkey, the country, or the Ottoman no,
0: Empire. We're talking about goblin. We're talking about the birds. White meat, dark meat,
1: Thanksgiving pilgrim turkey. So you mean I spent the last three days researching Turkey, the the country, and not Turkey, the the birds? This is where words count. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm winging it. <laughs> see what i did there very 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 well well played huh well guys
0: now you know a little bit about the country of turkey yeah but tonight we are talking about our feathered friends
1: we'll have to touch on that one on another episode yeah we'll we'll
0: hit the ottoman empire up
1: yeah Uh, oh yeah uh, so turkeys this
0: is this is called a pot call uh one of several types of turkey calls one i've had for years uh I've used it out in Montana to hunt turkeys. So
1: yeah, yeah, they use uh, those type uh, diaphragm calls with within your mouth or yeah. box calls, a little wooden box. Yeah. And, but yeah, it's a it's a big uh, sport in the springtime here. You get uh, a lot of the turkey hunters out in the woods. There used to be a fall turkey season here about this time of year. Yeah. And uh, but our turkey population has kind of dwindled down a little bit over the last few years through depredation, and yeah. uh, so they've kind of put the kibosh on the fall turkey season yeah here for now. see
0: back back home they still do a spring in the fall yeah and i've
1: actually uh
0: never hunted turkeys in the spring in my life i've, I've only done fall and usually combination
1: deer hunt so see, i've heard that out west uh that's a pretty common with because i guess in some states you can hunt turkeys with a rifle yeah in and,
0: in montana you can i i yeah. uh my dad shot one with a .30-06 one
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, cause here it's it's shotgun, shotgun or archery only. You can't yeah. use a rifle. So, it was, because we went uh, hunting in Colorado one year, and uh, we were talking to some locals there, and, we're t- and somehow we got on the subject of turkey hunting. Yeah. And uh, they asked us what we what we hunt with, and we said, "Well, usually a shotgun." And they're like, how the hell do you get close enough to shoot them with a shotgun? We shoot them with a rifle out here. <laughs> You know, no, I, gotta I, call him a little bit I, my, my first turkey i ever killed
0: i don't know if statute of limitations on it it was with a bb gun I shot oh it man the, I shot it in the head from my dad's truck <laughs> <laughs> we ate it for thanksgiving that oh while. heck yeah <laughs> i was 10 years
1: old nice organic free-range turkey right it there was yeah yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think we stretched the limits of legality on that one <laughs>
1: it was delicious <laughs> i bet usually those are the, are the more tasty ones
0: yeah i was <laughs> lesson learned yeah yeah uh when i shot that one i shot another one when i was home on leave one time i i shot one on a deer hunt with a, with my 12 gauge okay yeah i've only
1: shot two turkeys i don't i don't have an exact count i think i've about a half a dozen or so is what yeah. I've got. Probably five or six. I, I can't remember for sure. But I, I do
0: like wild turkey, though.
1: It is. Uh, so those of you that you don't know or have never eaten a wild turkey, and speaking of wild turkey, that is our our theme today. We're going to have some wild turkey bourbon right here. We're sipping on that. We we went with the uh, standard proof and not the extra one-on-one. Yeah, we proof. saw the
0: one-on-one there on the shelf and decided to uh, steer away. Yeah.
1: The uh, this traditional wild turkey, unless they're out of eaten off somebody's grain farm somewhere, usually they're a lot more lean bird. They don't they have are, a much yeah. fat. And but they're bigger. They they get big. They're 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 one of North America's largest birds, and it doesn't hold the title outright for largest bird. It kind of shares with a uh, trumpeter swan. Yeah. With uh, the uh, there's a, con- the uh,
0: California condor. A
1: California condor and there's a crane, a whooping crane. They all kind of, they all, there's all cases of them, all being those different birds being. Bird. There's also yeah. a
0: pelican that's in that argument somewhere. Yeah,
1: yeah. Some species of pelican,
0: that's a big fucker.
1: So they're, but they're definitely a large bird. And, yeah. and, it, and despite what you might have heard or seen or understand, turkeys can fly. Wild turkeys can fly like
0: crazy. Yeah, you, they, they are. They are not only fast; they are they are very agile bird in the air. Yeah. They're a, uh, I don't. I. I most of them roost in trees. Actually, yeah. They. They don't. They are a, a ground feeder, but they actually sleep overnight in tree, on tree limbs. Yeah,
1: they they do spend a majority of their time on the ground, and I think that's where people get that confusion from. But yeah, they. they they roost in trees at night. Mm-hmm. And usually, the, and around here anyway, usually the tops of really tall pine trees is where they like to roost. Yeah, and then, uh, but then they'll you know feed off. And then usually, if there's a uh, a predator or if they're trying to escape from some sort of danger, that's when they'll, they'll fly. Yeah. Then usually, but they're actually fast runners too. They can run pretty yeah. fast too.
0: No, I've, I've I've uh back home in the in the winter snowstorms. That's they they like to they like spruce trees. Yeah. The spruce trees are so dense and no, they'll crawl right in.
1: Yep. And it kind of acts as a windbreak. Yeah, and a snow, uh, snow
0: block. Yeah. Uh, everything.
1: So I think some of that too, the people have gotten that understanding from domestic turkeys. Like on my farm, I have a few of the white domesticated like broiler turkeys. Yeah. And those suckers are fat. And I think I've got one that's way past his... Expiration date that uh he's probably 30 pounds or more. He's huge. That's a lot of bird. But he just kind of waddles around and he don't even think about trying to fly anywhere. He just he might stretch his wings out every once in a while and he's like, "Uh, I'm done. Well
0: uh just a reminder, guys, please hit like and subscribe. That's right. Uh oh also, uh, we do have some episodes lined up, but if you guys have any suggestions, we are always welcome
1: we're always open to suggestions we have a uh, a poll going on right now on our youtube channel and our uh youtube uh community page go check out that poll and, and vote for what you want us to record next uh if the easiest way if you're listening to the audio on this uh if you've heard of uh beacons there's a go to our beacons page and it's a uh, it's like beacons.com slash our drunken history and it'll take you to a link with all of our social medias, it has our YouTube, our Twitter, our Facebook, our Instagram. All those on there on a the list, and it even has a cash out button. If you want to buy us a beer, you can you can contribute to the that. channel. So we appreciate all the support, and uh, if you want to check us out, likes and follows it helps helps the channel out.
0: Also, uh, when you're drinking wild turkey with your buddies in the shed, uh, be safe when you're getting home. Yeah, have a uh, have a plan.
1: That's right, yeah, you don't wanna Don't wanna beak the law. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not, I
0: don't think I'm gonna quit cold turkey, though <laughs> uh, Anyway, back to back to turkeys. Uh do you know how many species of turkey there are? Subspecies. First okay, how many species of, of turkey are there?
1: Okay, if I'm if I'm getting this right, I think there's two North American species of wild turkey. Yes. Yeah, and then there are several different domestic. I came. I forgot yeah, the yeah, actually.
0: I'm not even counting them. I didn't even
1: look up the domestics, but I, uh, I don't care about domestic. Yeah. shit. we're we're wilderness people here. Yeah.
0: So there are two species of of turkey, wild turkey. Yeah. One of them is simply called wild turkey, and the other is oscillated turkey, and they are found in. Uh, some of Mexico, Bolivia, Guatemala,
1: yeah, they're a central America south or central and Some Central of South America. America yeah
0: yeah, gorgeous bird they look very similar to a uh, peacock they're the iridescent blue green yeah feather kind of a if you saw one, you'd think it was fake
1: they're they're a smaller turkey, but they are definitely the most ornate of all the turkeys oh, yeah they they they're beautiful
0: yeah and I, I know uh, Mayan royalty. Uh, yeah, that was kind of a thing for them.
1: They would wear like they would use the feathers and make like headdresses and yeah. and, and, uh, Pre- regalia stuff. and stuff with yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the United States,
0: we we just have simply wild turkeys, but there are five subspecies uh, roaming around the United States and some of Mexico, some some yeah, and some going to Canada as well. Uh, here in Arkansas, we have the eastern.
1: Uh, that's what Travis has hunted yeah I've uh that's the only there there's a uh I, don't, I think they call it the grand slam if you're a turkey hunter that if you uh you travel and you want to go there's the hunt. north
0: american slam and then the grand slam is when you have, oh, okay and
1: yeah. yeah, that oscillated and uh if you harvest one of of each of the subspecies of wild turkey you consider it it's like almost being a, a fighter pilot ace you can uh, yeah, get your uh,
0: exactly so there's the eastern. The Merriams are the ones that I'm familiar with uh, up in Montana. It's the ones that I've I've hunted.
1: And usually these subspecies, they're kind of a derivative of their environments. They've all kind of adapted to the climates and 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 environment that they have yeah. kind of evolved in. There's Florida has its own species that are some some
0: call them just the Florida wild turkey, but their actual technical name is Osceolus. Yeah, and
1: they're they're a, they're a Pretty nice colored turkey as well. They're too, a very that,
0: pretty bird. They're also, uh, from what I've heard, kind of the toughest one to hunt because yeah. they're they're super in tune with their environment yeah. and they're they're really really skittish.
1: I don't think they. I think I've heard that they don't gobble either. Like like they, they do occasionally, but yeah, but they're they're but, more quiet. Yeah, they so they're harder to track down, harder yeah. to find. Um. Then there's the uh,
0: the Rio Grande turkey. Is is uh, into Texas and up through some of the uh, Midwestern states, Kansas, into some of Oklahoma, uh, over into actually parts of Colorado have them.
1: Yeah, and then uh, you say Northern Mexico as well. Or Northern, yeah, Northern yeah.
0: Mexico as well, and then on the other side of Northern Mexico, across towards the Arizona state line, there's a. Uh, a really smaller population of a turkey called a gould's turkey
1: and that's usually the one that people forget about it i'd actually forgotten about that one until we started researching this uh yeah. it's it's a smaller subspecies and it's kind of usually it's kind of just in a more local area around yeah. that yeah part there's of just the not States. many of them out there they're yeah. really really yeah they're in uh
0: some of arizona some of new mexico and some of very northern mexico small small geographic uh, area yeah uh the Merriams, I believe, is the
1: largest
0: of the subspecies.
1: Yeah, I think it covers more more area of their habitat. Is, but just yeah. the birds themselves are physically larger as well. Oh, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, because I think I got that backwards. Yeah, you're right. The, the, the Merriams are a bigger bird. Yeah, they're a big bastard. But I think the eastern turkey has a bigger range of where it's...
0: Well, yeah, probably, because I know they have them into the Carolinas and up
1: to... I think they go all the way up north, up in the New England area as well. Some into Quebec. Yeah.
0: Up into Canada. And
1: then they go as far east. I know they go uh, as far east as Oklahoma because I've I've seen them there. But um, we were talking about this before we started recording. uh, A few years ago, when Arkansas was trying to reestablish their elk population, Uh, the Wild Turkey Federation.
0: National Wild Turkey Federation. uh, uh,
1: They... they, um, Brokered a deal with the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, and they traded some eastern wild turkeys for some uh, elk cows and kind of did a, a trade.
0: And, yeah, a, a swap, an animal swap. An
1: animal swap, an uh, animal drug deal, yeah. if you will, to, uh, to help establish the elk population here and help reestablish the eastern wild turkey in Colorado. Yeah.
0: So... Fishing games working together.
1: Yeah. And uh, they've done that with other species, too. Like they've done it with trout. The um, Arkansas has uh, stocked a lot of their trout in their lakes and streams from western fisheries uh, either in Colorado or Montana yeah uh, from some of their stock as well so
0: I know right now I know we're getting a little off subject animal wise but there's a uh a big bout of pneumonia hitting the bighorn sheep population in Wyoming really yeah uh in the, the bighorn mountains uh there's it's just like ten percent of the sheep population has already died this year. Wow. Up there. So there's a there's an island out in Flathead Lake called Wild Wild Horse Island and it has the uh uh it's it's a, a they have a, a population of bighorn sheep there that are isolated, completely isolated from pretty much everything. Yeah. So I don't know for for you guys who are not in the know uh domestic sheep uh tend to have not an immunity, but more of a they, their their immune system is better fit to fight off things like pneumonia. Yeah, where wild sheep don't like wild like pneumonia in wild sheep is one hundred percent lethal. Like they don't recover; they all die.
1: Yeah, because usually in order, because I don't know if I've talked about it very much or not, but I have I have a farm and I raise uh, goats, and goats are closely related to to sheep. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, if a goat or a sheep gets pneumonia in a, in a farm setting, you have to give them antibiotics yeah. to get over it. Um, I mean, there are viral types of, of pneumonia, but most of the time it's bacterial. Yeah. And usually from this time of year is really bad because it's... it the, the Colder, it's damp. Damp and cold, but then the temperatures fluctuate. It's just breeding ground for pneumonia. Yeah. And uh, you see it in close quarters a lot of times, either like um, in barnyards yeah. or... But yeah, sometimes wild animals will get close to a farm, and they can actually catch. And that's where that's where most sheep get it is when they,
0: uh, a lot of a lot of people, you know, in in uh, back in in states like Montana, Wyoming, graze their yeah animals in national forest. Yeah, they have the free so range. They do, they do mingle with yeah wild animals and tend to spread a little bit of disease. So right now they're uh, well. What I was saying is about wild horse when they need to repopulate an area. Since those are totally isolated, yeah, they will go in and they will net bighorns from wild horse and take them in and reestablish populations after pneumonia.
1: Oh, okay, That's for, I've heard them do something similar to that with uh, with buffalo. I think there's an island in California somewhere yeah. they they do something similar to that. Yep. I don't know for what circumstance, but I know every few years they have a big roundup there because they have to.
0: Well, it's it's a it's it's a, a kind of a two edged sword. One it repopulates elk or elk uh, bison other places, but it
1: also cuts down that herd so that yeah. they can Yeah, that way it doesn't overpopulate right, that yeah. area. Yeah.
0: Anyway, let's get back to birds. Let's get back to birds. Uh so turkeys uh, themselves are, are uh their their population was some estimates put it at before pre pre Whitey coming over. Yeah uh 30 million birds in in north america
1: that's a lot of birds that's a lot of birds
0: and then uh of course we got here and pre-science you know it was just kill what you will
1: yeah at the time and uh yeah back then there was no seasons or no type of uh of conservation or anything like that no, and, just... and
0: turkeys are at in daylight they have phenomenal eyesight yeah but dawn or dusk they really don't. They, they don't pick up in the darkness very well. So that's when, you know, most hunters are out. Uh, yeah. Most predators are out. Yeah. And uh, a, we we killed the birds. B, we took down their forest habitat. And uh, just just through, you know, yeah. multiple lines, we attacked a, a species and dropped it down to where, it really was, you know, exterminated in a lot of its. Native habitat.
1: Yeah, there were some areas where the turkey population practically disappeared. And that know, it, was, be... it was
0: you know, a few pockets in the Appalachians were where all the easterns were. That's it. They they had killed them all everywhere else.
1: Even even here, when I was a kid, uh, I remember there was a few years where um, during turkey season, they uh, prior to that, they, like it is now, you could have you could take two toms or two gobbler turkeys for your hunting season mm-hmm. for your for your limit, uh, there's a few few years when I was a kid where they reduced the limit to one, mm-hmm. where um, so that, because just they were trying to help the population yeah. recover where um, they had gotten too low. Where and the thing is too around here, uh, coyotes are a huge. I got one on my trail
0: cam showing up at like midnight. Yeah, every fucking night.
1: The so is one thing. I is this is my personal opinion, and I'm not a I'm not a biologist or anything but I, I do have experience with wildlife and for around here the turkey population the two biggest uh predators to turkeys here are coyotes well i guess three coyotes bobcats and raccoons yeah and a lot of people don't really think about raccoons and like you're saying before they with eat the eggs they eat the eggs yeah they uh they will run a a hen off of it. Like usually a raccoon isn't. Well,
0: and that's the thing is is turkeys ground nest.
1: That's right. Yeah. They,
0: they don't put their nest up in a, in a crotch of a tree. They put it in a little mound on the ground and it's hidden in the sticks. And uh, while the eggs are camouflaged to a point, they're not impossible to find.
1: Yeah, and uh, usually the raccoons aren't big enough or brave enough to actually attack a full grown bird. But they'll run the hen off and then eat the eggs yeah. out of the nest. Uh, but then, even if, the, say, the the hen raises uh, hatches the eggs, the pults are usually susceptible to the coyotes and, yeah. and raccoons will catch baby turkeys. The and, the,
0: the cool thing about the pults is they only tend to stay in the nest for one to two days. Yeah, and then they're they're uh, nomadic. I don't want to say nomadic, but they're they're
1: mobile. I tell you what, though, too, and they are camouflaged. I don't know if you've ever seen a, a wild baby, like, a, especially the eastern. I haven't seen yeah, too many of the... I have up here deer hunting. They they are like a brown and white and cream speckled and speckled. And, and like, if they lay down in the grass, they, like, disappear. They look like forest floor. Yeah. Yeah. So they... And that's part of their defense mechanism is they'll just lay down and flatten out mm-hmm. and just hide. And and if you're not looking for them, then you can walk right by them and not see yeah.
0: them. I, I have... Uh... So, I, I bow hunt up in the Ozarks a lot, and uh, almost every time... There's two spots that I go to a lot up there, and almost every time I go, I have a, a flock of wild turkeys walk in on me, and uh, they've gotten, you know, four or five feet from me. Yeah. And uh, it's it's cool to watch them coming through the woods. You wouldn't believe how quiet they are. You'll, oh, you'll eventually want to step on a stick or something, and you'll hear it
1: crack. They're incredibly but you have quiet. 40 fucking birds come in, and... They, they and, and unless you won't they're even
0: know them. No, they're coming.
1: The, they'll have uh, like these little social calls where they'll have these little clucks or purrs or chirps. Yeah. But if they're being quiet, if they're not talking back and forth, they'll walk right up on you and you don't even know they're there. Yeah. It's a they have like some pretty thick pads on their feet and they but. You know, you walk, you think about going through a, a forest and all the sticks and leaves and stuff and how much you sound like an elephant walking yeah. through the woods. It's hard to be quiet in the woods. And a turkey can just especially straight Especially when up, it ain't raining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the turkeys can straight up just sneak yeah, through the woods. N- and, they got ninja skills. Yeah. They're ninja birds. Yeah. And then you take on to the account that they can see, like we were talking about before, especially in the daytime. Um uh, they almost have like a bird of prey type vision. They can uh, they, do, yeah. they can see color. They have a telescopic they, they vision. They can and...
0: also see infrared.
1: Yeah. Which is uh,
0: something that, this is why hunters uh, wash their clothes in special detergent that doesn't have brighteners in it and doesn't have scent added. Yeah. Perfumes added. Because those brighteners make your camouflage, even though it's camouflage to you, it makes that. It'll all actually, the colors pop.
1: It'll actually reflect sunlight in the Absolutely. infrared band, and that some animals like turkeys or yeah, they have actually set
0: of they have an extra set of rods. Yeah. In their eyes, ducks
1: are the same way. And they can see it by like, reflecting. And even though you can't see it to the human eye,
0: yeah,
1: other other animals can actually see it.
0: That's that's why you gotta hide. I don't know if you guys are uh, duck hunters, but uh, that's why you gotta hide your skin when you're duck hunting. Yeah. See, ducks' eyes are set to pick up reflection off water, so they can find ponds when they're flying in the dark. Right? They pick yeah. up the reflection of the moonlight from the sky. Well, your skin reflects that moonlight as well, and you look like a moving puddle.
1: Yeah, right there.
0: So it, that's why you, you wear gloves, wear face masks, wear a hat, whatever. But yeah. you, you keep as much of your skin covered as you can because even though it's dark out, you look almost, like a highlighter to a fucking. Yeah, you almost now.
1: look like a uh, somebody turned on a, a lamp or a flashlight in the dark. Yeah, and people, it's just your face. Don't.
0: Don't really. <laughs> Keisha, you know, she. she uh, She's from New York, and she just didn't grow up in the outdoors yeah. or anything. And, yeah, she's she's found it interesting learning about different detergents and shit that I use for my stuff. Because yeah. Yeah. I have my own set of, my own stash of oh, yeah. for my hunting
1: clothes. The, <laughs> uh, it's Because, it's like, especially when you see, if you see somebody, if you're going turkey hunting, especially around here where you have to use a shotgun or archery, yeah. you know, your head-to-toe camo, gloves, face mask, yeah. face paint... And that Unless way,
0: you're shooting out the window of your dad's truck
1: with your Daisy. With, with your Red Rider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, blue jeans. <laughs> yeah. So and, and that's the thing, too. There was always kind of a, a joke that we used to talk about because turkeys can see really well. They can hear exceptionally well, yeah. too. Even though you don't think of a turkey, they don't really have any visible ears. I think their eardrums are pretty much mounted on the sides of their head. Yeah, They can hear uh, a stick break from 100 yards away. Yeah. And. We always joked around like if a turkey had the sense of smell like of a deer, you'd never see a turkey. No, they would, they would always disappear. They would just be like a mythical creature. At that you know No, their head's all wrinkly. I, I I thought it was for like uh what I knew was for like um they don't sweat so it's like a radiator. Oh no, I, I'm
0: not saying, but you know,
1: you know it is. Oh yeah, there was <laughs> there was
0: a uh, no, there was a doctor out in L.A. that uh, used uh, there was a burn victim and used turkey skin. As a prosthetic scrotum. Really? No. <laughs> I am
1: not get it. <laughs> totally it looks imagine. just like a ball sack. <laughs> imagine having a big blue ball sack. <laughs> Where'd you get that? That's is that a
0: beard? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that is yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, but turkeys do. So male turkeys are called. Toms. mature males are called Toms. Toms. Immature males are called Jake's. Yeah. Females are called hens, immature females are called jennies, Yeah, and the babies are called poults, for those of you yeah. who are unfamiliar with the turkey nomenclature.
1: Yeah, it's crazy how there's, all these different animals have different little names for, for I don't them. know where they
0: came up with Tom
1: and Jake. I don't know. I don't, that's something I, we might have to... I tried to find it. I couldn't find it. I'll tell you, what, we're, if you if you know that, if you know that, leave a comment and... Uh, and put that on yeah. there. And we'll have to research that maybe. I tried
0: to find that. I couldn't find where the Tom and the Jake came from.
1: Okay. Well we'll uh when we do our Thanksgiving episode, it'll oh, yeah. be it'll follow after we'll this. Maybe we maybe we can rehash that and figure out where yeah Tom and Jake came from.
0: Yeah, and I never figured that. It's one definitely
1: out. not Jake from State Farm.
0: I have I have two cousins out in California named Tom and Jake. Tom and Jake? I've got a cousin. One of them's a professional chef.
1: Really? Yeah. Wonder if he's any good at cooking a Tom turkey. I don't know. i think he's i think he's a vegetarian how can you be a professional chef and be a vegetarian it cuts down on your workload i get (laughs) so that's the thing is is, does he cook meat for i don't know
0: i don't know or he's
1: like nope that's against my religion
0: i haven't seen him since we were probably 20 so man
1: (laughs) this wild turkey is getting better as i sip more though you think it's because as it sits longer, you think it's like a little bit of ice melting in it? Or do you think it's... I don't it's... know. Maybe, maybe, maybe
0: the ditch helps. But it's not bad. It's just... I'm a I'm a gentleman Jack
1: snob, so... Or I wonder if just the more you drink, the better it tastes. I, that's how most things are. Yeah? Yeah. But, whatever. It's definitely not bad. I think the last time I had it was... When I was it's, at, been a,
0: it's been a long time since I had wild turkey.
1: I think I was in high school the last time I had wild turkey. It's been longer for you. <laughs> I think it's been about 5 years for me. Uh I sh- I don't remember the last time I had it though. So, yeah. you know.
0: um Wild Turkey, by the way, comes from Kentucky.
1: Uh It is a it's a it's a bourbon, right? Yep. It is a
0: bourbon whiskey. Yeah. Um it's got notes of sweet vanilla, pear, and hints of spice.
1: Uh, everybody, uh, or they age it for five to eight years. Five to eight. Okay, so like, there's there's some bourbons out there that they age for several years? Yeah. That. Uh, yeah. No.
0: This this is five to eight, but it comes out of Lawrenceburg, Kentucky, and uh, I, I would like to try the one hundred and one now.
1: Do you know? If, so you know how Jack Daniels has. Uh, their whiskey, which is technically not a bourbon, but they they age theirs. But they have the Gentleman Jack that it's aged longer, mm. and then they have the Jack Single Barrel. Single Barrel. Does does do you know if Wild Turkey has like a premium? A premium
0: Tom. Premium Tom.
1: The Old Tom. Old Tom. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's something we can hit them up with. So if any any uh anybody at Wild Turkey is, is watching this, maybe we can take a tour of the distillery. That'd be cool. I that would be cool. For that. And maybe we can start a uh, old Tom Wild Turkey Bourbon. That's maybe age ten, twelve years, something like that. Yeah. See how that that is a double beard. Yeah, double beard. The uh, the the ground dragon beard. Like yeah, yeah, and...
0: yeah.
1: Oh. Speaking of that, so like some people may not know that a a Tom Turkey, a male turkey, will have a a long beard, hanging off their chest, uh-huh. and usually, and it's one of those things that it it can, grows continuously. So the older that the turkey gets, the longer and bigger the beard gets. So that's kind of a, um, you know, if you're deer hunting, you know, you shoot a, a buck that you're looking for the bigger antlers. Yeah, bigger rack. Uh, usually, the older, more mature bucks have bigger antlers. So your trophy for a a turkey is usually a it's big long beard. Now. But usually the domesticated, the white butterball turkeys that yeah. they grow for food, usually just have a little short, stubby beard. Sometimes they don't even have one. Yeah. It's because uh, all of their energy goes into meat. It's been bred out of them. though. Yeah.
0: Over, over. That's so, the thing, selective breeding of, of fat birds.
1: Yeah. yeah. So you'll hear a lot of these uh, hunters and 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 country folk type that like to hunt. They'll say, he had a beard so big, he dragged the ground. Yeah. You know, because uh, during mating season... It's a dragon beard. They uh the turkeys they they puff up. It's called a strut. Yeah. And they are they're all puffed up. They raise their hold their fan. Yeah, their out. tail
0: feathers fan out like peacocks. They're not quite as long.
1: Yeah. But same. And they same put on a a, a is, display for the females. Yeah.
0: And uh the the toms they have these big fucking sharp spurs. Yeah. On the back and some of them are. I mean they and and that's the thing is is. Turkeys, you know, their natural defenses to get away, but once in a while, they get defensive. Well,
1: they they fight, they compete with other toms for for mating rights. Yeah, and uh, so that's another thing. Their spurs—that's another thing that grows continuously throughout yeah. their life. You know, that so you'll see some hunters will save the beard and the spurs because if they shoot uh, a, a older mature tom, mm-hmm. he'll have big long big spurs, sharp yeah. spurs on his. It's actually,
0: uh, once I think Massachusetts, I think. They put out a uh, like I could be wrong about the state, but one of the, one of the northeastern states put out a, a press release because the, the people were getting harassed by wild turkeys, and they they said uh, try and get them away, you know, kind of stand up to them. No, and and, and some and, turkeys have a bad attitude, and that's what the thing. People were getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, they, the turkeys were fighting back.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that, that's something people don't realize, especially during. They're saying, they're saying spray them with your garden hose. <laughs> <laughs> turkeys that get pissed off come at them well I mean uh, a turkeys <laughs> I mean some people say they're smart and they do they are kind of cunning in, with and they're elusive uh turkeys don't have a big brain they're they're more instinctual a lot on their yeah. stuff but uh the uh especially during mating season in the springtime when it's heavy mating season them the, the the toms are Aggressive. It's almost like the rut for deer and yeah. elk. They they are aggressive. They get a
0: one track mind.
1: Yeah. And they,
0: well, two track. They either want to fuck or fight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's all they got.
1: And if you're standing there, there's nothing to fuck, yeah. so they're going to fight you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and maybe fuck you yeah. after that. <laughs> <laughs> Go out there and drag that dirt, that turkey dick on. Oh, it. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they will. We've had. I've had. Uh, Turkeys on the farm that get aggressive like that during the spring really? and stuff. They'll, they'll fight you, chase you back and.
0: I'd kick a turkey's ass.
1: Oh man! Like uh, especially, well, you think when you're a little kid, a turkey is about half your size yeah. when you're a kid, and you, the sucker's all puffed out, looks like a giant bowling ball coming at you. Yeah. And they have that. Um, I don't know if you ever heard it before. They make a sound. It's called drumming. Yeah, and it's it's, like, it's their they got an air sac.
0: Yeah, and it, it's. Uh, what, I don't know how they make the sound. Is it them releasing air from the sack? I think what? it's
1: like they suck it in and they like squeeze it out, and almost like a like a, a bagpipe or something. They well, because sage,
0: sage grouse have it, and I've seen the sage grouse go on full display. That's the thing. One
1: uh, of their closest relatives.
0: Yeah. So so grouse. I don't know if you guys know what grouse are. There's a whole bunch of species out west. We have uh, mountain grouse and sage grouse are our yeah two most common, I guess. But. Uh, uh, sage grouse are like a mini turkey. They have the big fan and they have the, the, the air sacs actually come out of their feathers. Yeah, they,
1: they get a real big poofy... And that's how like when, the, when a tom goes into a strut, he fills that air sac full. Yeah. He pulls his neck back and he's like all poofed up. Yeah. That makes him look... He's probably two or three times his normal size when they're in a they strut. They fucking big, yeah. But they yeah, they have, make that sound. Almost like a growl yeah. sound that they make. And it's kind of crazy sounding yeah. when they do that. It's, it's uh, aggressive and... Intimidating. It is, yeah. But that's, the grouse is their closest uh, ancestral relative.
0: Speaking of turkeys, Travis, how'd they get their name?
1: A misidentification, really. So, uh, the... Uh, back when the first uh, Spanish explorers came to, to the New World or to North America, North-South America, they uh, the Spanish collected several uh, that's one thing that people don't realize too so going back even further than that um the natives of central america had uh, domesticated turkeys and for basically
0: two thousand years ago yeah. they had domesticated turkeys
1: and there was a uh, a turkey i think it's called the southern mexican wild turkey is what the, they think was derived from the the domesticated turkey and uh so these these domesticated turkeys the spanish collected a lot of these domesticated turkeys that the natives had and sent them back to Europe and they they're a large bird that had eggs and they could mm-hmm. use for meat. So they they got pretty popular in Europe. Um I can't remember what they had called them up to that point, but uh there was also at the same time Turkish trade tradesmen that were coming up from Africa. With guinea fowl. With guinea fowl, yeah, and if and the guinea fowl is if you look at a turkey and a chicken, a guinea is about in between size wise. They're yeah. kind of ugly, but they're they're native to no, Africa. Being mean,
0: man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, Europeans uh, mistook some of these turkeys for, for, wh- for whatever they were fowl. called at the time. For they mistook them for guinea fowl from Turkish merchants, That's and so like, they called them turkey called fowl. Them turkeys, turkey fowl. Yeah, turkey hens, turkey hens, and then. So, the name kind of stuck, and now they're, they're turkey, and they have nothing to do with turkey. With the turkey you tried to talk about earlier. With nothing to do with Ottomans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so both male and female turkeys have a, uh, a
1: fleshy protuberance. Protuberance, that's a, that's a big word What's right a there. A like dollar it? word. Uh,
0: hanging off the bottom of their chin, called a wattle, or caruncle. a caruncle.
1: Yes, I didn't know. I've never heard a caruncle before. Yeah. I heard a waddle, but I was thinking when you I think, said I think waddle, that's what scientists call it? Well, that's well, not what we call it. We
0: call it a wallet. but it's it's a it's a warty, scroty looking,
1: yeah, sack hanging, and and in some uh, you'll see it actually too on some uh, larger breeds of chickens too, like a a rooster chicken will have. Know, I did not know that. Will have uh, the little. Almost looks like a ball sack hanging off their chin. Yeah, is it the
0: same? Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I think that makes sense.
1: Uh, but but it, it's not like a big old floppy. It's like little pieces of skin, and it's usually red or or yellow, whatever the predominant color is for the bird. Yeah. you usually have them hanging off or and for that, a chicken that,
0: anyway. That also that has to help in heat dissipation.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: because turkeys have you know, kind of a baldy head. Yeah. But other than that, they're big, long, black feathers for the most part. Not, I mean, some of them have, obviously, the oscillated turkeys kind of bluish green. Yeah. But uh, the other North American
1: species are pretty predominantly black, heavy-feathered birds. They, uh, so one thing I read is talking about heavy-feathered birds, especially in the wintertime. They have real thick, down feathers. Yeah. I think they said five to eight thousand feathers on a on a typical bird is what like how many feathers they have. That's a lot of feathers. Yeah. Uh, but so going back to the wattle, because that made me think maybe we might have to look this up real quick. They also have a protuberance, whatever you want to call it, hanging off the top of their beak. Yeah, yeah, yeah the nose thing. The, and it's like on on they hens have them, but they're small. It's a little stubby. Theirs looks like a little like, like a little uh, like an egg tooth yeah oh, little little baby bird and then but uh, a a big a mature tom well it'll hang down it looks like a freaking phallus hanging off their face <laughs> yeah i never even thought of that but you're right they yeah got a, they but, got a ball
0: sack on their chin and a
1: dick on their nose so <laughs> what what is because when you said waddle that's the first thing i thought of and then i realized it's their chin so i don't know what the thing on their beak is called i don't know you want to look that up real quick? Yeah. What's well, the thing on a on a turkey beak called? I don't know. Yeah. We need a researcher like Joe Rogan has, and he says, "Hey Jamie, look this up while we're talking." And he puts it up on the screen. Oh, it's a snood.
0: Snood. And it's defined as a fleshy flap of skin that hangs off a turkey's beak. I had never. I, yeah, I I'd, never looked that up before. I'd never. But I'll tell you what. Uh, that thing. I mean, and, and we'll I've put, seen them. I just never. I guess I never even thought about a guy staring at his balls.
1: Yeah, and if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to the audio, we'll put the pictures of all this stuff up on YouTube. Yeah. Scientists anyway,
0: haven't found any specific function for the snood, but it does fill up with blood and hangs over the beak when they're strutting or showing off like for a mating. Basically, it's just their boner.
1: Well, they're so just showing off. That's what some people, uh, If you if, like especially during, say, the fall time, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not mating season. Uh, Wild tom turkeys are known to have a very colorful head. Yeah. Right? They're, they're blue and white and yeah, red. Yeah. Very, very, very patriotic color. Very patriotic color head. But really, usually their head isn't that prominent. Uh, during times when they're yeah, they it fills up with blood. I mean, it does. It fills up with blood and swells. Yeah, and then so when during the Are we
0: talking about turkeys still turkey <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> It fills up with blood and and and, and uh, becomes turns blue. It kind of turns blue. Yeah. So uh, in the springtime, tur- uh, a tom turkey's uh, head will be bigger, more pronounced, and more colorful. Um, and it's because they use that as a display. Usually, the like in nature, a lot of different birds actually do this. The more yeah. colorful and more pronounced the their features are, the, the more their
0: chance of, of passing on their genes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So they, uh, that's why they say don't wear red, white, or blue at the woods when you're during turkey season because you look like a, you might get misidentified. Get fought. Or fought. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they have the, uh, that waddle or snood. Snood. I think the wattles will turn red, and I think I've seen those snoods turn. I never even knew that's what it's called until yeah. Just no, now. I, I hadn't either. Yeah, I've, I've seen never. them white or blue usually because I've seen turkeys will have their head like the sides will be nice bright like iridescent blue color. Yeah, like the top, the crown of their head will be white. Yeah, and wattles are red. Very, really, and then and vibrant. This, and this varies colors. also yeah. uh,
0: subspecies to subspecies. Yeah. So some of them get a little bit different coloration on their head
1: yeah uh and like a lot of other birds the females are actually normally more of the generic bland colors yeah. they're just a the browns and grays
0: the total opposite of humans
1: yeah so the the males put on the big big fancy colorful display talk about their snood size <laughs> and then fight about it yeah. <laughs>
0: The Spurs they kick come each out. other until they. Yeah, that's right. It's like they go down <laughs> to the electric. go down to the electric cowboy. Yeah. We're snoods and spurs. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so I wonder, since their 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 colors and their heads are red, white, and blue, I wonder if that's what influenced Franklin Ben Franklin. Yeah.
0: I don't know. There's there's a uh, there's a rumor. I guess I don't know. Is that what you want to call?
1: I, I think it's a. It's not necessarily a rumor. I think it's a common. Misconception, and I think it's yeah, one of those things better. that I believed until I researched it more, really. Yeah, the, the, uh,
0: the common misconception is that Benjamin Franklin had officially endorsed wild turkeys as our national bird instead of the bald eagle. Yeah. Which is, maybe it's what he wanted, but he never actually officially stated that. It was in a private letter that he had written to his daughter. Yeah. Um more than
1: anything he was so he's basically he was wrote this letter complaining to his daughter that uh, they had selected or was considering selecting the bald eagle as the national symbol the national bird of of the US and the way he described it is like the the eagle was actually a dishonorable bird yeah because it
0: would it would wait till other animals other birds killed their prey and then go in and and Basically, kick them away from it.
1: Steal their, yeah. Steal their food. Steal their food. It's a food thief. And uh, so, and he felt like the turkey was more honorable because it was, uh, even though it was, it didn't have the talons of a of an eagle, or it was more, it would fight you. Like we we're talking about people yeah, getting spur your ass, spur. Or yeah. it was more aggressive and more. He called it a more a noble bird than a, than an eagle was. Yeah. But this was all expressed in private and private communications, and that I think it got uh, publicized, you know, yeah. years later after his death, or when some of these letters became public and stuff like that. Yeah, that,
0: people kind of took it the wrong way.
1: But I'm I'm glad though that I'm glad that the uh, turkey didn't get made the national bird because they're delicious. Because they are delicious. The turkeys are delicious,
0: and. Not to mention the F-15 Turkey, <laughs> yeah, doesn't have the same
1: fearsome sound. Yeah, you'd think that you know maybe. Uh, so what do you think would be a, 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 a air, if you're going to name an aircraft a Turkey? What aircraft would it be? Like, I'm thinking like a, a, a C-130. Maybe yeah, because they, they they spend a lot of their time on the ground. I don't know. Then you'd have to I guess the C five. They're always they well, never fly. Th- there you go, because it's a big bird. Yeah. Uh a heavy. What C C five is a galaxy. C five galaxy. We call them the turkey from now on. C five turkey. Always on the ground, rarely in the air, and they're big. And they're big fat fuckers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. We've we've renamed an aircraft.
1: C five turkey. So US Air Force, there you go. There's your new uh that's right. Bird uh emblem for the C five. Yeah, the fan tail. <laughs> yeah, they look like they're puffed up in a strut all they the time. Do. Or right. they can raise their the the their... And they can raise and
0: lower their struts.
1: Yep. To yeah, so they're oh in a... yeah, it's definitely a turkey. Yeah, it's a turkey.
0: And they have a snood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We got the big old the gullet. They can just swallow all kinds of stuff down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Huh. Well, guys, we uh. We really hope you've enjoyed learning about turkeys. I've actually kind of wanted to gear a couple of our episodes more towards animals, uh, a because I just enjoy animals, but hunting season is here and uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I I don't know. I you know what though? Like when we when we first brought this subject up we we talk about turkeys, I said yeah, let's do it. But then I kind of thought to myself like, can we talk an hour about? turkeys like is can we fill up an episode with that and you know what we did and it's it's not that hard and it was fun (laughs) and there's only
0: i mean i could do deer for days oh yeah deer and elk i could talk about forever and uh i mean i'm a big shark week fan we can do shark
1: week one next summer yeah so yeah yeah this next august during shark week we'll do a shark Shark week's july shark week's in july now my birthday's in july okay so i know so we'll do a shark week episode yeah. Or a few maybe, because there's there's sharks are awesome. There's different a bunch yeah, of different yeah, yeah. types of sharks. Yeah, so I got a few stories about that too. So we can do that. I've had, well, side story when I uh,
0: was learning. I never can say that I mastered it, but when I was learning how to surf when I lived in North Carolina. Yeah. I had a about a ten foot bull bull shark swim right underneath my surfboard once. Nice. Yeah, it was a. <laughs> Frightening puckering experience. experience. Me yeah. and me and my roommate Pat, yeah, both
1: about shit ourselves. We trying to make myself small on we, that surfboard. Yes, yeah, we're gonna get all like, hands and feet inside the ride. Up, yeah.
0: <laughs> but Anyway, uh yeah, I don't know. I'd like to uh, to maybe check out some
1: animals more. Yeah, we have to. Uh, we'll have to do that. Uh Animals and well, I mean, really, man, I'm open to any subject. Too. Yeah,
0: and and like we always say, hit us up. Let us know. We're, we're, uh, always open to, uh, one I would like to do is moose here coming up. That, that's a, because definitely there's, on my bucket a, there's a moose on the loose in Billings, right? now. There's a moose on the loose in Billings. Yeah. It made its way down the Yellowstone river and ended up in the middle of Billings, Montana. And it has claimed a spot in uh, an empty drainage ditch by an old folks home.
1: Oh, that's awesome. So there's a couple of videos I've seen online on, on TikTok of, uh, these uh i think they're new to alaska they moved to alaska and they had to teach their kids to do a moose check before they go outside so they they open the door and look out the window or look out the door yeah. and check both sides make sure there's not a moose outside like,
0: <laughs> i have woke up to a moose right outside my tent a big like a yeah. like a like a state record setting monster oh, bull man. moose right outside
1: my tent that's, on a fishing trip. That's definitely on my, on my bucket list. No matter that, how much you have
0: to pee, you do not go outside. No. Because he was no shit me to you
1: Oh, that, that's, outside the tent. There, there's a video yeah. I've seen of a guy archery hunting uh, moose, and the moose pretty much walks into the guy's ground blind with him, and he's standing there like three feet away. He shoots the moose from point-blank range, like almost touching the moose. He lets go hmm. of his... And it just... It's incredible. Yeah, I, I have some moose stories
0: that I'll I'll share with you guys yeah. during during that episode. That'd
1: be awesome. Maybe we can do it. Hey, one of these days maybe we can go on a moose hunt. That's what that's definitely on my list to I'm do. I'm totally down to do that. My I'll save it.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, guys. Uh again, thank you so very much for being patrons of our episodes. We uh we love having you. We appreciate you. We want your comments. Uh we'd love your stories. Yeah. Uh, we love your questions, and uh, thank you so much for watching. Again, please hit like and subscribe.
1: Yeah, hit that. That helps us out. It helped grow our channel. Uh, find us on TikTok. Help us grow our channel there. We're uh, we're slowly growing on there. The more more subscribers we can get on on TikTok and on YouTube, will allow us to do more live episodes and more social media updates. With that, um, we'd like to do start doing some. Uh, some live recording or live episodes while we're doing the recording and we can that way we can interact with fans a little bit more that'd be cool yeah, yeah. if
0: we could talk to you guys firsthand mid-episode that'd be that'd be pretty neat that would be cool we'd, we'd like that we'd like to meet you guys
1: yeah so so hit us up on that and we appreciate it
0: yeah thank you guys so
1: much and uh, enjoy the wild picture how you doing guys